Hi, everyone. I'm Elizabeth Stein, founder and CEO of Purely Elizabeth. And this is Live Purely with Elizabeth, featuring candid conversations about how to thrive on your wellness journey. This week's guest is Dr. Kelly Ann, a world-renowned nutrition expert, New York Times bestselling author, and leading voice in health and wellness. A frequent contributor on TV programs like Good Morning America, The Talk, and Good Day LA, she's also the host of her own highly rated PBS special. An entrepreneur who turned her small business into a $150 million a year empire, she makes regular appearances across the country as a motivational speaker and advocate for women-run businesses. In this episode, we talk about how Dr. Kellyanne's own health struggles led her to become a naturopathic doctor and how she uses food as medicine to help her clients heal. As the pioneer of bone broth, we dive into all the benefits from helping with weight loss to improving energy and sleep and plumping your skin. Dr. Kelly Ann also shares some of her other favorites for healing the gut, calming inflammation, and getting the body to a natural fat burning state. So many great tips and wellness hacks to feel your best. Keep listening to learn more. And if you want to try any of her bone broths and collagen, head on over to drkellyann.com. That's D-R-K-E-L-L-Y-A-N-N.com for 20% off using code P-U-R-E-L-I-Z-20. Enjoy. Dr. Kelly Ann, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to finally connect with you. I feel like it was like ages ago that we had connected and really excited to hear your story and share all of your knowledge with our community. Uh, Me too. I'm so happy to be here. And I was just saying offline for a second that it's a thrill for me because you're such an innovator and a disruptor yourself that I love speaking to women like yourself. So I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, thank you so much. So let's start at the beginning of your wellness journey that share your background and and first really what interested you in stepping into this world of health and wellness and becoming a naturopathic physician. Well, you know, it was never a choice because even as a young girl, it was always looking at the ingredients on the back of the cereal, always curious what was in food, going to the library and always going to the health section. My friends were reading, you know, the Cosmo Glamour and I was reading Diabetes Journal with Mary Tyler. (laughs) So it was always in my DNA. It was always who I was and who I was going to become. They were always life's tells to kind of try to point me in that direction. But what really was the clincher for me, Elizabeth, was I suffered terribly when I was younger with menstrual cramps, but not just, you know, little cramps. I was absolutely completely knocked out for about five days. And the week preceding that, I made sure that I managed my calendar in such a way that there was nothing that coming up on those five days because I knew I was going to be sick. And then I was so depleted and worn out for five days after, couldn't even take a sip of water. So it was like 15 days out of 30, I didn't feel well. And every single doctor I went to said the same thing. You should A, go on the birth control pill and take it straight through with no break. You should consider having some form of hysterectomy, you know, some, some kind of surgical removal. And the last thing that got me is, it's very unlikely you're going to be able to have children. 
So those were my three truths. And at what age had this start? Did this start for you? Well, it started very young. I was 12, 13, getting this kind of information and nobody knew what to do. And my mom certainly, after a while, she just kind of gave up. And it was just, I'm going to just shut the bedroom door and let her deal with this until it's done. Because she really did try everything and, and nothing was working. So it was only when I started really getting into fitness and bodybuilding and I was starting to do these shows, these, these bodybuilding and fitness shows that I was working with a gym and they wanted me to do this fitness show. So they hooked me up and sponsored me in this show with a trainer. And the trainer, the first thing they said was, listen, to really lean out towards the end of our, our, our time together, you're going to have to go off gluten and dairy. And the first thing I said was, what in the heck is gluten? I had no idea what it, what it even was. I was 19 at this time, I think. And so I said, I really, I don't know what this is. And it was unbelievable. And there's so much more to the story, but I will just say after the first month, I was probably 50, 60% better. And so much better. By the third month, by three months, I had absolutely no menstrual cramps whatsoever. So that experience, coupled with the fact that I was always kind of steered towards health, wellness in some in some way, there was no choice what I was going to do. It was very clear to me. I was going to go into some form of medicine. I didn't know what kind, but I knew that I it had to be natural. It had to be, I didn't want to spend time learning about a lot of pharmacology. I wanted to spend time learning modalities and treatments and anything I could get my hands on that could help people get their body back into balance and give them an option, at least an option towards a healthier uh, road. And that's why I do what I, I do. And I've been doing it for, gosh, almost 30 years now. That's amazing. I mean, you saw so quickly firsthand food as medicine. And I mean, it had a bit had to have been such an incredible feeling for you. And at the same time, it was like, nobody was even telling me, Dr. Nobody said this. And then here you have, you know, somebody at the gym suggesting it. So you're lucky you at least had that person in your life. And now that you're able to provide that for so many people that you have affected and helped and transform their lives along the way. They always say that there's a message in your mess and that things happen for a reason and all these things that we hear along the way. And I will tell you, in my case, it certainly was true. I was going through all of that so I could be a part in women's health and I could really start to key in and listen and pay attention to signs in a different way and certainly understanding how powerful our body is, how powerful our our body's innate system is and how it really does want to always be in a healing state and work for us and not against us. And as soon as I gave my body what it actually needed, it just started performing on a completely different level. And by the way, I have two beautiful boys now that for a long time, I thought, gosh, had I not had that thing inside of me, whatever it was towards health and healing and, and gearing me towards that, I may have listened to a doctor, which would have prevented that from happening. Yeah. So I know it was a gift and I know I was meant to do this. And so I guess I'm considered definitely one of the health and wellness OGs for sure. Absolutely. So on that note, can you describe what a naturopathic physician, what does that mean for people? And then what's your approach to healing and nutrition? Well, we're going to hear a lot more about naturopathy 
than we have in the former years. And the reason why is it's really starting to get a hold because it's working. And a lot of the things that people are looking for now happen to follow under that paradigm. So here's what naturopathic medicine is. It's a paradigm change from a regular family doctor. So if you go to your family doctor, for instance, and you say, you know, I can't sleep. One of the things that they may do is say, okay, well, you know, let's let's prescribe some Ambien for you. That's what a medical doctor would do in most cases, unless you go to a functional medicine doctor and they have more in their arsenal. But for the most case, that's, you're going to hear something along those lines. It's going to be medical, uh, a medicine. You go to a naturopathic doctor, they're going to assess you on many different levels. And they're going to say things like, is the room cold enough? What functional medicine tests can we look at that look deeper into the situation? Let's look at things like, you know, maybe your thyroid. Let's look at things like your adrenal glands. They look deeper into the system and they may prescribe something like GABA, or they may prescribe something like melatonin or valerian or other more natural substances to naturally calm the nervous system. So really, to answer the question, think of it like a family practitioner, but someone who is in a different paradigm. Their, their arsenal is different. And I think the best ones are the ones that are open and complementary to medical doctors who work within their paradigm and they work together to find the answers. Hmm, that's great. That's a really good explanation of it. Oh, you so, think I've asked that before? How many yeah. times? <laughs> well, it's confusing. And there's so many terms that are around these days that I think mm-hmm. to really just like set the stage for everyone. So yeah. what is your approach to nutrition and healing? Well, the first thing I think about is that we have to understand how we're actually made. And we are muscles and bones, but we're also atoms and molecules. So I look at the body as a whole. I look at the body energetically. I look at the body structurally, and I dig into things like the prime movers of the body. And one of the prime movers of the body is the gut and gut health that we hear so much about, which has to do with everything from the moment you take a bite of food, what happens to that food as it transacts through the body. It, you, you take a bite of it and you know, what actually happens to that food, all of the organs that are, are encompassed in that, your esophagus, your liver, your gallbladder, your small intestine, your large intestine, your stomach, all of those things are part of your gut health. And the one thing that I know that when the gut health starts to become, when your gut health starts to become compromised, so do you. That's when things start to go downhill fast. So I pay pay close attention to things like gut health. I pay close attention to things like your liver. Your liver is a very important organ. You want to keep that in a, in a cleansed state as much as you can. There's a large part of the population that are walking around with things like a fatty liver. And these are very commonplace. So I look at the, the hierarchy of the body, you know, how are they being affected structurally? How are they being affected energetically? And what, how far have they strayed away from their functional or foundational foods? Because we do have foods, make no, no doubt about it, that work best with the body. The New England Journal of Medicine actually researched this some time ago, and that's a very well-respected journal. 
And it's one of the things that I read early on in my career that went, whoa, wait a minute. If this is so, why not this? Why not that? Why are we not paying attention to this information that we have and telling more people that there are foods that do work best for our body? And then we can stray out depending on lifestyle, depending on the things that we've been exposed to in our life. We can stray out, but not too far. And when we go too far from these foundational foods, which are healthy proteins, which are energy carbohydrates, which are fibrous car carbohydrates, which are healthy fats, which are nuts and seeds and you know, fruits. When we stray too far away from those, I guess you'd call them non-processed uh, healthy foods, when we stray too far, then we start to compromise gut health and all of these other functions and structures in the body. So when you talk about gut health and liver function being like two of those core pieces of our overall health, do you do testing to measure one's health or are you really looking at in terms of gut, like you're seeing, am I bloated? Am I gassy, et cetera? Is that Depends more of an observance or a test? Well, you know, there's gut mapping and there's all kinds of tests that people can do. So what I do now at this point in my career and having listened to you know, women for 30 years now, I know by my intake, I know how compromised people are. Most people are just from the normal things that they do in life that we become compromised. Do If I think that they need some testing, I'll make sure that they get in the hands of some of these great practitioners that can do the further testing. In most cases, there are things that you can do to make a big difference, to really strengthen that gut without a lot of the testing. If somebody has a chronic problem or they're really feeling like they can't go on with their normal activities in a day, that's a different situation. Then you need to dig deeper. Let's dive into some of those favorite things of yours for gut health. And I know one of them is certainly bone broth. How did you come upon bone broth. And let's talk all about this wonderful <laughs> superfood, so to speak. Well, when I started out in health and nutrition, and I, I did a lot of my studying in Europe, and I studied through the Paracelsus Clinic, through Dr. Thomas Rao, who it's Swiss medicine, and it really was. How did you decide that program too? Because I was taking a lot of different classes through this German Institute, uh, learning different modalities and different techniques, things like uh, something called the Mora. And the Mora was a way that you could do some incredible allergy testing and all these different modalities. And it was very European. And through that group and through taking classes in naturopathy in London and being the only American in the class, you learned so many different things and had so many different exposures to, to so many different philosophies and thoughts. And it was absolutely fascinating that I wanted to study further how the body, how you can really assess the body and uh, in a different kind of way. And that did that for me. And it made all the difference in how I think about medicine, how I think about nutrition, learning through that Swiss clinic, learning Swiss biological medicine through the Paracelsus Clinic absolutely changed my life. It changed everything. So when I started to practice and when I started to talk about a lot of these things that I learned, and by the way, they weren't talking about gut health back then, but yeah. the, Euro the Europeans were. 
they were talking about that in the, in these uh, groups and they were talking about anti-inflammatory foods. And what year was this? Like roughly. Gosh, it had to be in the nineties. No one was talking about yeah. this yet. Here. And so when I came back and I brought it here, everyone said the same thing. You have to write a book. You have to write a book. And that's when the exploration really started because the more research I did and the more studying I did, I started becoming very attracted to this idea of paleolithic medicine or paleolithic nutrition, meaning how do things really affect your genetics and what are our foundational foods? What are the foods that we should be eating most of the time and why, how does it affect our body? And as I started researching this, and by the way, I didn't even have a website at the time. And I ended up getting a five book deal with Wiley Publishing. Wow. I wrote five different paleo-based books. And through this process, I kept coming across this broth, this broth, this broth. The tribes and the bands would use this broth. And it was so fascinating to me that I started researching more and more. And that was bone broth. And I thought, gosh, so Florence Nightingale is bringing it to these hospitals to open the gut to healing. What, you know, what does that actually mean? And so the more I studied it and the more I started to use bone broth myself, I thought, oh, is there ever something here? There is there ever something here? And then when I did some test groups and I studied it and everyone, it seemed typical to get results. I knew that this was something very special and it has been, it created a whole food category and it's not slowing down. People are still loving bone broth. We're constantly innovating more soups, more frozen soups, more dried soups, more, I mean, people can't get enough of them. And the reason why, and the reason why it's taken hold is it does make people feel better. It just simply does. It's great for gut healing. It's a great source of collagen. It's got amino acids in there. It's got minerals in there. And what's so unique is this form of gelatin in bone broth is so good for the gut that I defy anyone to find anything that's better for the gut than a great natural whole food source of collagen. And gelatin is cooked collagen. That's what it is. So it's been incredible what I've seen. And if you go on our private Facebook pages and you see what people are saying and how it's helped them, you'll know what my inspiration is every day. Yeah, My inspiration is every day. My gosh, I, I see these women who are struggling with so many different things and they start incorporating, not taking away, but adding a food into their diet. And it's making such an incredible difference. And so that's, I believe, my legacy and something I'm really proud of being the first person in the marketplace to talk about bone broth. And I was going to make sure that somehow this was brought back to the table. And I did a PBS special. I wrote an entire book about it called The Bone Broth Diet and spoke relentlessly on so many podcasts and everything that you can imagine when this first came out. And it did set fire. The world was ready to hear it. And they were ready for something different. And that's when those forces meet. And when that happens, that's when the ultimate collision happens. And it just, boom, it was set on fire. And um, here we are still today. Yeah, I mean, talk about being an innovator. You were a true pioneer and innovator in the space and brought this amazing healing food to market. So as you 
see in your groups or work with um, women, what is the best protocol for utilizing bone broth to really heal the gut? Well, there's a couple of different protocols. If you say, you know, Dr. Kellyanne, I really want to caveat that with obviously everyone's unique and different, but generalized for sure. For sure. So there's a couple of different ways you can use it. So let me just go through uh, some of them. And one of them is for weight loss. People want to, to use bone broth to get to a healthy weight. And so when, when someone comes to me and says, Dr. Kellyanne, I just would feel so much better. And I, I have these issues going on and they're related to weight. What can I do? Well, I love having people use bone broth with fasting. And that's one of the reasons why it became so popularized and why it works so well with women. If you do a five, two type of plan where two days a week, you sip on bone broth and you have one light meal at night, which is just a protein and a vegetable. And most people have a pretty easy time doing this. Elizabeth, it's, it's, that was one of the things when I did the test groups, that was the most surprising to me. And it made, it was the most, you think it's because it's just so nourishing that your body is feeling like it's getting everything that it needs. I think that's what happens a lot of times. I think that people are so low in so many of the great qualities of bone broth that they start perking up and they start feeling better. And if they have several cups of the bone broth a day, they don't feel hungry every couple of hours if they have some bone broth, because if you think about it, it's like the perfect storm in nutrition because Mm -hmm. it doesn't have the calories. It has all the nutrition. So it's just the, the perfect storm for, for people who are feeling so many of the things that we see, they're feeling tired, they're feeling bloated. They feel like they want to lose a little weight they're, They feel like their skin has lost its luster. They're having mitochondrial dysfunction, meaning that they're feeling like they don't have your body's not doing what it needs to get that mitochondrial churning to give you the energy that you need. They're having issues sleeping at night. One of the things I love about bone broth is that glycine in there. I call it the greatest oxymoron because not only does it help you relax and sleep at night, but because you're more restored, because you're more, it gives you more energy during the day. So there's just, and I can, that's a great tip. So in that, it's like, should you sip on it at night or does it matter whether it's at night or earlier in the day for sleep purposes? For sleep purposes, a little bit during the day, it gets you, it gets you in that state where your body is more relaxed, but I always have it at night. If I can't sleep, it's one of the best things. We talk a lot about great things like magnesium and all these other helpful tools. I love magnesium, but bone broth should be on that list as well, because it really does help. And the other thing about glycine is that for people that are trying to lose weight, one of the things that we see a lot is that loss of muscle mass that, you know, that we don't want to go through that muscle sparing when we're trying to, when we're trying to lose that bloat or lose some weight. And glycine is amazing at helping you hold on to that lean tissue, that lean muscle. So that's why when people are doing a lot of our programs with bone broth, they don't have that look of gosh, you know, that, that skin that you feel is not, you can tell that the skin is not getting what it needs. And this is a whole different kind of weight loss. You feel much healthier and much more nourished. And another way that you can use this is by having two cups a day. 
So you could either do, okay, a couple of days a week, I'm going to intermittent fast with the broth and I'm going to have a light meal at night. Another way I can do this is I'm going to add two cups a day because I don't want to hear anything about a program. I'm not interested in any of that. And that sounds too hard for me, whatever. (laughs) If you just want to get some benefits, then two cups of bone broth a day is incredible for getting people on the right track. And then they start feeling better and they start wanting to add other good lifestyle principles and practices into, into play. So that's a a great way to just start using bone broth. And there's ways that you can do bone broth that I love. You can put them in an ice cube tray and anytime you want to saute anything. Oh, that's such a good tip. Thank you. And any recipe that calls for, for water, you just throw in those cubes and it's so easy. We just had an article that was published in good housekeeping and it talked about how you can use bone broth and ice cream. So you can make, you know, bone broth ice cream. You can make, there's so many things that we make with bone broth, bone broth cocktails, really helpful because we know that alcohol is like a a big gut destroyer, but a lot of people are, they don't want to hear that. They still want a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a magic eraser for the gut issues that people have with, with alcohol. So there's lots of ways you can implement it. If you just want to get some bone broth into your diet, the two cups a day, you can use it with intermittent fasting. Or you can just do broth loading soups, which is you can really make hearty meals using bone broth by just using the base, the bone broth base and loading it up with the stuff that you love, great protein, vegetables, whatever you want. And you cannot go wrong with that. And let me tell you, souping is smart to do because that is how you feel more energized. You weigh less at the end of every year when you're banking in, you know, how do I look this year? (laughs) looking a lot better when you're brothing because you're not getting uh, all of those extra snacks or or perhaps calories that you don't want the not the good calories you know you want you don't even want to think about calories you just want to be able to eat foods that you know are best for your body and naturally your body can handle these in a very different way sure I feel like when I sip on bone broth it just instantly feels nourishing like I'm doing something good for my body. And you talked about, you know, feeling good, certainly in healing the gut. I know there's a lot of benefits for skin as well. How does, how Mm. does bone broth affect our glowing skin? It's one of my favorite things about bone broth. A lot of the diets that you go on, if you think about it, like a bouncy ball, like, you know, you want your skin to look really the luster and demeanor to just be there. And a lot of times when we're doing other things to be healthy, it takes away from that. The thing about bone broth is that cooked collagen, that gelatin, all of that, the minerals, everything in there, it plumps your skin up. But here's what it does. The mechanics behind this is that it heals and seals your gut. And this is important because our gut wall is actually very thin. And the amazing thing about this whole gut biome that we talk about is your intestines are actually very long. They're 20 some feet long and they're long and narrow. And that's kind of wound up inside of you. And it's a narrow, long tube. And you can see how you want to keep things cleansed and not clogged. And so one of the things that this beautiful bone broth does is it goes in there and it helps to cleanse you. So you're cleansed and you're not clogged. And that cooked collagen is like spanks for the face 
because we need collagen to keep us uplifting. It's an upbuilding, uplifting type of thing. And that collagen, that cooked collagen, not only is it cleansing you all the time, but it's pulling that skin upward. So we have structure to our skin. So just to clarify, what are the differences then between bone broth and then like taking collagen on its own? Well, the big difference is, is that bone broth is the most whole food source that you're going to get of collagen and all of these other properties. So there's a lot more in bone broth than just collagen. And so what I tell people is, if you like warm foods, warm soups, things like that, your best bet is to get it from bone broth, soups and bone broth. If, however, you're a shake person or you just want to put a little bit of collagen in a food, then I love collagen. I love adding collagen. People that use collagen, just collagen, notice a big difference in their skin. They notice a big difference in the diameter of their hair. Their hair seems to get thicker and fuller. So there are differences, but there's no mistake that about it, that bone broth is the most whole food source of collagen. And you've got the minerals in there. You've got the amino acids in there. So it's more complete and complex. Okay. But both great for us, both yes. great for our skin. Yes. What are some of your other favorites for glowing, beautiful skin, whether it's eating or any other packs up your sleeve? Yep. So I love, uh, I'll talk a little bit about non-food for a minute. I love all the different microcurrent pieces mm-hmm. that they have. The microcurrent devices are great. There's a lot of them that you can even use remotely from your phone. So you'll push into your phone, um, you know, the program that you want to do for your skin and that microcurrent goes in and it lifts the skin up. I really like that. That's like Wait, a, from your phone. What so is you it? Put, it's great. You have a little device and then you set whatever setting that you want onto your phone and the phone operates the device. Okay. I thought you were saying that the phone turned into oh, the oh. microcurrent <laughs> device. I was like, where have I been hiding under a rock? <laughs> So I love microcurrent because we talk a lot about all the things that we do to our skin. And this is just something that you can do naturally that makes a, a very big difference. I love microcurrent. I love red light. I, I just had light. Joanna Vargas on the podcast. Have you mm-hmm. been to her place in New York, actually? I have not. Okay. Well, she was talking all about microcurrent. Oh, yeah. There's there's quite a few of them. She's exceptional, I'm sure. There's, it's just really very beneficial because a lot of us are doing a lot of things to get that skin uplifted that we might not have to do because the the microcurrent is, is kind of like a foundational help. So I like that. And I like the red light, the red light I find to be really healing. And I definitely notice a difference um, with red light. So that's another great skin hack. And the other thing is do something every day that's what I call like a mini cleanse. And so things that keep your, your skin very cleansed. I love things like, like lemon water is a great one. Just sipping on lemon water is fantastic for keeping your skin really supple for keeping your eyes nice and white. So it's getting that, that mini cleanse every day that makes a difference with all your organs, makes a difference with your skin. And, you know, you can't negate the fact that these healthy fats are tremendous for our skin because the our cells have this membrane around them 
And those healthy fats go in there and they make those cells react in a way that they're not, they're not clumped together. They're not like a, a swamp that, you know, it's, so it keeps your cells flowing smoothly and it makes your skin beautiful. All right. So let's dive into some of your other favorite lifestyle tips for overall, for just staying healthy and vibrant and feeling your best. And kind of along with that, I'd be curious to hear as you worked with clients, like how you guide them on making some of these lifestyle changes, because it's one thing to be like, here's 10 things to do. And it's another thing to actually do them. What I noticed with, with patients that I had over the years is that when we start fueling them, when they start feeling more energy, they start to become much more compliant. So my goal, the first thing I want to do, and and one of the things that I always worked with was mindset and just getting people to feel good about themselves. It's one of the things that they don't have and actually listening to them. Because a lot of the people that would come in, you have to realize how dismissed they've been. When you've had several problems or when you've, particularly a lot of the women problems that, uh, that have come in, you really are dismissed in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And so, so what I do is I give them my time, I give them my attention. And when they're in, they're in the room with me, I really listen to everything that they say. So one of the top line things that I do, like I said, is let's get them to feel some energy. So I look at what they're eating and I don't do a mass overhaul. I'll talk about one or two things that are going to make that 10x difference. What are they doing that's going to make a 10x difference that I know? Because what happens is that if you pull too much at once, you say, I know all of these things, and she just did all of this, she's going to feel so much better. If it's not accomplished, they feel ashamed and they don't want to continue on. So that's what you have to be so careful of with people that they continue to feel good about themselves and know that they can do this and know that you have to meet them where they are. So for some people, it's much better to say, okay, well, let's just do this one thing. Your gut is feeling really compromised. I want you to add more, say, vegetables, but I want you to steam them. I want you to start putting protein first. I want you to start making sure you have four ounces of protein with, you know, with your food, little things like that. Then I get into, you have to make sure you're sleeping you have to make sure you're hydrated. And it sounds so simplistic, but can I just say what a big difference that makes with people? Those two things, just to be reminded and just to put kind of a a structure and a strategy behind it. A lot of people, Elizabeth, just feel better having a strategy in front of them and knowing that they're working with someone to to meet that challenge. And when people start incorporating, so one of my plans, so they start incorporating bone broth and they start feeling like the, the inflammation is leaving their body and they start to feel like their mitochondrial function is starting to improve and gut health is better. And they're starting to go to the bathroom more regularly. And they're starting to become inspired to look at different kinds of foods that fit their body, you know, that fit their lifestyle it's, they become very inspired, the better they feel. So I always look at my job is just holding their hand and getting them to feel guiding them through that tunnel and getting them to feel better about themselves and about the steps that they're taking. And it's amazing what a couple of weeks can do. 
And that's what people just need to know. It doesn't take as long as a lot of people might think. It really doesn't. It doesn't take a long time to make a big change. And when you're doing the right things for your body, like you're starting to sleep and when you haven't slept before, your body is going to respond in a different way because every structure, every function in our body always is trying to regenerate. Always. It's always trying to flip over, change to something stronger, something better. You always have this ability. And one of the reasons why I call the bone broth diet, I, I talked about how it's a 21 day program is because that's the amount of time it takes for your intestinal cells to flip over. So if you give your body the right raw material for 21 days, what a difference you're going to see. So that's really important to know that we have, you know, these trillions of of, of cells and they always are looking to regenerate. And why that's important is because when we talk about anti-aging or we talk about being younger, it's that, that is what does it, that constant regeneration. So we're always trying to allow ourselves to do that by giving it the right raw material and putting yourself in a state where you know you're getting the best rest, where you know that you are around people that are serving you best and you're getting enough water and you're eating foods that are best for your body most of the time. If you're going to France and you want to indulge, I think that's just as important as anything else. And the thing that is so incredible is that your body can handle that. If your body is stronger than that. So you don't feel, you don't have to feel like I can never have this again. I can never have that. It might be a not right now thing while you get the work done. And the work done is reducing inflammation in your body, healing your gut, teaching your body to be a natural fat burner. Those three things, when those three things start to happen and you start feeling like you are in a regenerative phase, then it's amazing how you can stray and come back and stray and come back and your body can handle it. It's just not right now. So, because that's a lot of my programs are based on that foundation. Let's get your body to the place where if you do stray, it can handle it. And the 80, 20 rule. Yeah. Right. Right. So you, there is some room for, for some play. And then you have to decide what that play is. You know, can, for me, I can't have gluten. I just can't. It just makes me feel very, very tired. So it's not, so when I'm talking about 80, 20, it might be some gluten-free stuff that I like, you know, that's, that works better for me. Everyone has to decide what that 80, 20 is for some people. They go unscathed. It doesn't bother them in the same way. But for me, I have to be careful. I have to watch things like if I'm going to have cheese, what kind of cheese is it? Well, Manchego works very well with me because it's a smaller protein molecule and it doesn't affect me in the same way. I can have Parmesan. I know I can have Parmesan. I know I can have a little bit of mozzarella. You start to learn as you've been doing this for a long period of time, Uh, but I don't have it all the time. That's the big difference. Most of the time, I'm eating foods that are really good for me because I love it. And I love how I feel. And that's why I sleep so much because I I truly, truly love it. So you mentioned that, you know, the key is lowering inflammation, healing the gut, getting your body to be in a natural fat burner. When you say that, what does that side of the equation look like? I guess getting it to be a natural fat burner. 
one of the things that we struggle with and it's unbeknownst to us, we don't even realize that a lot of the things that we feel is because our blood sugar is not, is not doing what it's supposed to do. So we have these, a lot of, gosh, there's so many things that we deal with that are related to insulin. And when we regulate insulin, we start thinking better. We start having more energy, weight loss is much easier. And we feel better after meals instead of worse. But the trick is getting your body to use the right source for energy, which is fat, which is stored fat. So if we can use stored fat, a lot of the times we're going to feel much, we're going to, our body is going to be a much more efficient system. And that's what we're always trying to do. We're always trying to get our body to be as efficient as possible. And when we hear about biohacking and all of these things, that's what that's all about. That's about getting your body in these restorative phases. So it regenerates and it works the best it can possibly work. So when we're awake, we're really awake and we're feeling good and we're feeling energized. And when it's time for bed, we're sleeping well and everything in between. So that's what that's all about. And that's what I'm always trying to gear people towards. How can you have that where when, during your waking time, you really feel good and you wake up on your own and you're ready to go and you feel positive and inspired during the day. And at night, your body can naturally key down and it can go to sleep and you feel refreshed. Everybody has off nights. Everybody has off nights. That's normal. But again, we want to feel most of the time that we're doing whatever we can do to sleep the best that we can. And when I was just exposed to a lot of the different modalities that we're using now to try to biohack the body, if you will, in certain ways, it was interesting because so many of the, so many of the things that I saw were towards how do you prevent uh, EMF from making you feel tired or making you ill? How do you uh, get the brain to work for you at night so you can start to sleep better? How do you uh, get your body to completely restore by lying in these beds that do a multitude of different things? Like they do lights and they do music and they do soothing vibration. It's all about how do we get our body to do what it's supposed to do during the day and then click and do what it's supposed to do at night. And we can do that through the way we think we can do that through the way we move. And we can do that through foods. And that I know after doing this again for 30 years that I know we are in charge of, and we can do. Absolutely. Amen to that. So Amen. what are some of your favorite bio hacks or wellness hacks? to like tap into all of those and really feel the most optimal that you can, whether it's food or what you're doing, what's yep. like top three or five. Yep. So I love music, love, love, love music. And so one of the things that I've noticed a lot of people are using are these things called binary beats and you can go on your cell phone and you can download an app and it creates a brainwave pattern that helps you feel more energized. And it really does work. There's a, one of the things I love, it's a, called brain tap. And it's something that you put on at night. It's a headphones and it helps get you into that state that you need to sleep. And it helps. So you cruise through all the sleep cycles. And I found it to be very, very helpful. 
Um, so brain tap, it's called, huh. and cool. they were, it's very interesting. And I know that a lot of people are, are enjoying their product. Mm-hmm. I have no affiliation to it, but I know a lot of people enjoy it. And so I love that. I love using these binary beats and using different meditative uh, systems to get your body into the state it needs to fall asleep and stay asleep and cruise through these sleep cycles. So that's one of my favorite things for sure. I would say um, another favorite thing that I love, you may not have a big enough place if you're in New York like me, but I love having one of those mini trampolines because they're super good for your skin. They're great for your lymphatic system. They're good for your immune system. And if you've ever seen them, they were really big at one time and they kind of fell out of uh, fashion. Yeah but they're really very helpful. And it's one of those things. I think it's an oldie, but a goodie to really help restore and to get your body back. And if you bounce on that thing a little while, I it, you will feel way more energized and better. And it's great. And again, it's great for your skin. How long I, do you have to like jump on that to feel the benefits? Typically, You can, you can feel, you can jump on that thing for 10 minutes and, it, and it's a, a big difference, big difference. So if you look that up, you'll really, um, you'll really get a lot of benefits out of that. That's kind of like a, an, an oldie, but goodie naturopathic little tool. Another thing, there's a company, what was it called? It's called um, Lila, L-E-E-L-A, yeah, Lila. And they do a lot of energy devices that you wear around your neck, that you put in your house, and they're very good for helping balance the body energetically. And there's, there is science behind these. So I really like them for balancing energy. That's something I love. You know, I have to say, uh, in terms of favorite things, I have to say it. I just, I love bone broth as a favorite thing. I have to, I have to say it because it really has made such a big difference in my life in so many ways, such a big difference in so many other people's lives that I've seen that any way that you can get soup, whether you make it yourself, you can make it yourself. It's delicious. Uh, you can buy it frozen, you can buy it powdered, any way that you can put bone broth in your in your life, it really is kind of a hack. Uh, another thing that I like is I love all of these alternative pastas that they have out because I, I'm Italian, I grew up eating pasta, and there are a ton of great pastas. And the thing is, when you think about carbohydrates, you think you have to think about two two types. You have to think about my fibrous carbohydrates and my energy carbohydrates. So an energy carbohydrate, say, you know, a favorite is like a sweet potato. They're different vegetables where you actually get energy so you don't bonk and feel super tired. One of the challenges when people start eating really healthy is that they bonk because they think I can't have any carbohydrates. I can't have enough carbohydrates. You actually can just understand the difference between energy carbohydrates and fibrous carbohydrates and fibrous carbohydrates are all the green stuff. So one of the things I like about a lot of these alternative pastas is that they are an energy carb. They're made from a lot of things that give you energy. So that's one of my favorite things. And I, you know, I could just talk about health and wellness like for hours. I'm looking around my house. I'm like, Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. It's just really, it comes down to, I would say, Elizabeth, the most important thing is that understanding that a lot of um, health and wellness comes from the way we think, and we can never let that escape us. A lot of it is just understanding a way to put yourself in the most positive state as often as you can. It's, you know, it's a very attractive quality. 
that you know people have and it attracts people to you and it makes you feel motivated and it's an important part of any wellness journey is to get yourself in that positive state but the first thing you have to do is start feeling good which is yeah. where i come i love it couldn't agree more all mm-hmm. about that mindset shift it well, is we are going to wrap up with some rapid fire q a oh yes what do you want more of in your life? I want to find more of my people. So I work a lot, a lot. And so um, I, that's why I started having these little dinners. Um, They're not masterminds, really. They're just uh, connecting, like kind of connector dinners. But I started doing that because- Oh, how fun. Yes. You have to come. You have to I'd love to. So it's just little dinners that I host and it's all about helping people find their people. That's great. Top three favorite foods in your grocery cart, in addition to your bone broth. Mm, okay. So I would have to say avocado because I put, I use avocados for everything. I would have to say some kind of, um, probably some kind of salmon. I love salmon. I love it because it's great for my skin. I don't mean to be so boring, but I just love it. I love yeah. every, every health person says, oh, I love avocados. I love salmon, but I really do. It makes a big difference. And I would say, if I want to feel like I want some kind of snack, I love the snacks that are made with cassava. I love a lot of the, cause it doesn't destroy your gut. So um, a lot of things that are made with cauliflower, a lot of things that are made with cassava, you know, all of like your great products, your granolas, you can have them and they don't wreck the gut. So I always have some kind of like snacky thing in there. Favorite words to live by. Hmm. Favorite words to live by, I would say, um, I would say, know yourself, be yourself and love yourself. A favorite book or podcast for growth, personally or professionally? I just finished reading something called Atomic Habits. Oh, that's a great one. It really helped me. It really, you think habits, I know how to do it. No, I'm, it puts so much structure to it. It's unbelievable. So if you've got some bad habits that you want to work through eating or otherwise, it's very helpful. Favorite thing to do in the morning. Uh, my favorite thing to do in the morning is listen to music. I'm, it really gets me. I mean, it's something I do every morning and sit in front of the red light. And I, so I listen to great music. I get into a meditative state, a positive state and get, I, I have one of those big uh, red, those red lights. And I, juve. I don't have the juve. I have, it starts with an O oh, Omron or something like that. How long do you sit? I always wonder how long I should sit in front of my juve actually. 20, it's 20 minutes is kind of the rule of thumb. Okay. And lastly, what is your number one non-negotiable to thrive on your wellness journey? Mm, That's a great question. I mean, I could talk about food or I could talk about other stuff. For me, for food, like I won't ever, ever touch anything with any kind of artificial sweeteners ever, ever, ever. And I haven't for a very, very long time. It's just a non-negotiable. I don't care where I'm in the country. I don't care what. If it has that, I'm not interested in it. And I would say on a, like personally, I would say my most non-negotiable is really understanding that you have to have an internal doorman. So it's very easy to get people out of your life or it's very easy to let people in your life. It's not so easy to let them out of your life. So my non-negotiable is letting people in my life that's going to create chaos. You learn that. So have an internal doorman and uh, 
that that's all I have to say about that. Everybody knows what I mean. Everybody. <laughs> Love it. Well, in closing, one last question. What do you think is next in health and wellness? I think what I've been observing is understanding this whole premise I talked about that we are, we are structural, we are skin and bones and we have all this. I think the next thing in health and wellness is getting, uh, uh, having a broader understanding of how energy affects the body. But we have this megahertz, our cells radiate at a certain megahertz and how things affect that energy. I think energy medicine will become much more mainstream in the year to come. And I'll say that, and also a flip side of that, I also think women's health is going to become bigger and bigger. We're going to start understanding a lot more about women's health and what women really need to not have menstrual cramps, to not go through menopausal you know, crashes, to not, not understand what's happening to them during perimenopause. That's going to become much more vocal that and understanding how energy, um, the things that can deplete the cells of energy through energy medicine. I think those are going to be the two things that we're going to see. And I study trends. One of my pastimes, one of the things that I love more than anything is really going out there and studying trends. And I see these two just glaring. Yeah, I definitely agree on that women's health for sure. It feels like that's really coming the forefront. So big time. We're about ready to ride a big wave there. Totally. Well, Dr. Kelly Ann, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was such an honor to have you on. In closing, where can everybody find you and go out and get your bone broth and your books and all your other collagen and all the good things? Yep. So drkellyann.com. There's no E at the end. It's Dr. Kelly Ann. I'm on Instagram, Dr. Kelly Ann Vitrucci. I'm in grocery stores. You'll find me in places like uh, Kroger's. You'll find me in places like Whole Foods, uh, Sprouts, um, a, a lot of stores. So, uh, but you'll also find me on Amazon. So you can either go online or in retail, but I'm here to help everyone. Wonderful. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much. So much fun. And congratulations to you on great products as well. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me on Live Purely with Elizabeth. I hope you feel inspired to thrive on your wellness journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review. You can follow us on Instagram at purely underscore Elizabeth to catch up on all the latest. See you next Wednesday on the podcast.